0: This is the Abraham's Wallet podcast. Abraham's Wallet spans the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. I think it's Proverbs 29, 25 the fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. So
1: guys, I think there might've been some, some snaring in our, our rash decision last week to say, we're going to not read you the blog anymore. Um, and if you're hearing this and you're going, oh, they're sticking with it. Well, this is the the last thing I'm going to say on the topic, but some of you wrote us this week and said the only way we're ever going to hear or l- know the things that get written on abrahamswalt dot are as if you read them to us. <laughs> These so, are people
0: who are illiterate.
1: Um. Well, some of them have disabilities, Stephen. Okay.
0: All right. Are they, are they clicking? Are they clicking disabilities?
1: Some of us are are audio processors. Uh huh. Some of us have jobs or. Um, We have like muscles that need to be exercised regularly. So we need need to like combine that with with consumption of of content while we're... Yeah, I do that. Now, anyways, what I'm going to do is we're still going to put the blogs up on the podcast. Oh, wow. Sometimes you might even get more than one episode a week. I don't know.
0: Holy moly.
1: But I'm going to label those... Blog pod. Oh, blog pod. If you're one of those people who hates that, then just don't listen
0: to those. Yeah, don't listen to blog pod. So so if you're a reader, if you're somebody who actively reads, you probably don't want to listen to blog pods.
1: Yeah, I think Proverbs 52.11 says, reading is the beginning of understanding Mark and Steve. I don't
0: think that's in there.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, so that's what's up. If you guys want to hear the blogs, just look for BlogPod. If you don't ever want to hear us banter, then only listen to BlogPod. Yeah, if, be- if, you, if you don't want to hear the BlogPods, then the other podcasts will be Fireside Chats. And that's what we're here for today.
0: What if somebody's listening to this and they neither want to hear the blogs read or us talking to each other.
1: That I would recommend that they go over to 5 minute fatherhood.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: Because that's a great podcast. We like it and it's yeah. shorter it's shorter than this one so they won't get as bored. Uh, um,
0: or PTI is always a pretty good podcast too.
1: Yeah. I can't think of any others that I'm willing to admit that I listen to All right, on the air. That's
0: fine. Great.
1: So, we're going to push pause on technology this week. And I wanted to give, give the boys a quick heads up because we are rapidly approaching a month that we both love and sometimes feel a little bit of trepidation about, yeah, which sure. is we, we call it here at Abraham's Wallet, we call it Low Do
0: Feb, which oh. stands
1: for Low Do February.
0: Uh-huh. it's short for february i like it
1: um like dough like money you get it okay Yep. i have people who have been doing loto feb for years and they just now realized that we meant that that meant dough like dosh
0: are you serious yep
1: so i wanted to just give a quick overview of what is loto feb what have we learned over the years tips and tricks and uh a quick encouragement To our listeners as they consider maybe joining us in this effort. So, what is Lodofeb, Stephen?
0: Well, to me, the obvious tie in to the ongoing discussion about technology is the passage that you read last week, which was um, Romans 12. And the message version that is something like, don't get enmeshed into cultural norms without letting the Lord walk you into them, basically Um, that we're supposed to be reviewing every habit and thought pattern that comes under our roof. And we should be doubly suspicious of it if it's a culturally accepted value. And there might not be any culturally accepted American value that is uh, more widely revered, then you get to live as high-tone of a lifestyle as you can afford or can get away with by credit. And um, biblically speaking, a self-centered lifestyle is not only uh, godless, but it it's something to be warned against. Um, Jesus said in Luke twelve fifteen, you might want to check my reference on that. I'm pretty sure it's Luke twelve fifteen. Jesus says, Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. So let me just opine about that verse for one second. If you were camping in the Rockies and there were bears all around you, and there were signs watch out for bears, there are the, you are in a bear area, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, I think being aware of the possibility of being mauled by a bear is enough. We're aware of it, that's great. You would probably bring bear spray with you. You might bring a handgun with you if that was allowable in the national park you're in. You would string your food way up high up in a tree or whatever you would build, put a cage or you do whatever you gotta you do these precautions because that would be guarding against the bear. It seems like in Christian world, when Jesus says, be on your guard against greed, we tend to think, well, if I'm just aware that greed's a possibility, I think I've guarded against it quite well. No, you haven't. Just by being aware that it's a possibility is not good. So what we what I see that we need to do, we need to take active measures. To prevent greed from getting into our world. We would all say you don't have to have a lot of money to be greedy, but I'll tell you this: being greedy when you have money is a lot easier to do. It's 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 like rolling out of bed. If you've got stuff and we've got stuff. If you're listening to this, that means you're among the richest people who's ever lived on planet Earth. If you're just listening to this. Period. Period. You know, if you've got two pairs of shoes. You're among the richest people that's ever lived on planet Earth he, even even if you're declared in poverty by uh, by American government, you're still among the richest people that's ever lived. So my point is, greed is present danger for all of us. so what are we doing to ensure that greed stays at bay and that we're not luxuriating in, in all of our material stuff? Well, just as one piece of your puzzle, one part of your plan, we present to you Lodo Feb. So Lodo Feb is one month a year when we, as a discipline, we try to spend as little money as we possibly can. So that means for my family, we're not eating out during February. We, um, My wife and I have a weekly meeting when we um, um, meet at a coffee shop and we talk about stuff in our lives that that gets turned way down even to zero can you imagine just having a meeting in our home Um, we we make meals at home we use food that we've already bought she does a great job but she's on high coupon alert we're minimizing buying salmon and steaks we're not doing that we just the whole we, we try to use as little gas as we can the whole month is we just turn it all down, we don't buy any clothes, et cetera, et cetera. What else do you want me to say about Lodo Fab?
1: I think that's a good uh, a good primer, so you've been doing LodoFab longer than we have. I think it even might have started for you guys with a beans and rice fundraiser is that right
0: It sure did uh, at my church, they had this genius idea. What if the entire church for one week said that we will eat only beans and rice for the week because the, the world's poor. If if they have any food, then beans and rice is a staple for a lot of the world's poor. What if we all just eat beans and rice for a week and our church took the difference, the delta between beans and rice and your normal lifestyle And we all handed that over to do, you know, charitable work. And for our church, it turned out to be several hundred thousand dollars, which is amazing. And we just tied that into what we were doing in our home. And we expanded that out to a month of turning, just turning everything down. We didn't eat beans and rice for a month, but we did eat beans and rice for a week. And we said, like, we're not going to buy any clothes this month. We're not getting our nails done this month. We're not getting haircuts this month.
1: Yeah. And that's the other half of Lodo Feb that I think is something that's created so much delight in our family, is that it's not just uh, self-denial for a month. I think there's value in that, just like you said. It's also, we have a, a budget that we watch very closely. And I get to kind of, at the end of the month, say, well, We budget $800 a month for groceries. We spent $220 this month on groceries. That leaves us with math, $580. And we do that across every category where we tried to save money in LodoFab. So, you know, some of those variable categories like gas, like you said, groceries, entertainment uh travel stuff that we just aren't going to do during this month it all rolls up into one big amount and so far we've had the the joy of really breaking the previous year's record every year this year is going to be a tough one to do because <laughs> we've lowered our budgets in a few categories but um and my favorite thing about LodoFeb probably is the meeting at the end of the month with the, the kids and everybody and we say guys, we have whatever the number is, $1,500 here that we saved as a family. And we're going to, to put it in places that we think would be um, places where we could bless others. And sometimes that's been giving to, to charitable organizations. Sometimes it's been blessing a family, a uh, combination of those things. So even during the month, we kind of go around with our eyes extra peeled. For yeah that's fun how are we going to use like even when we're sitting around the table and the kids go we're, we're having this for dinner we say yeah but remember what we talked about the the neighbor over there that needs some help we're gonna help her because of this meal and yeah. that's really it's just so fun and the kids talk about it for the whole year do you remember mm-hmm. when we gave that do you remember when we paid that family's rent um, that was so cool and they were crying and like I, you know i i don't know i think it's it reminds me what how delightful giving can be when it's not just well i see here in the budget that the automated deposits went out to all the things we've decided to support as a family
0: yep right i just saw a little a story um, on the Ellen talk show that a guy was in a an Uber he started hitting it off with the Uber driver and he found out um, in talking with her that she was trying to get through uh, paying off um, her tuition at like a community college that she wanted to graduate and she couldn't enroll in classes until she paid that off and the guy who I think was a believer um, said like oh well i have you know I don't, think it's, I don't think this is the way he went but in his mind he's like oh i set money aside to give to things just like this so he i don't know how he found out found out that her, what she owed the college was seven hundred dollars he was like well i can pay that so he paid off her debt to the school she went back to school she, she, you know, the lady's like broken down, crying. Like I can't believe you. This, she said. I feel like this is I hit the lottery here. And he said, I have a, I have a requirement for this giving. You have to invite me to your graduation, and she did. And anyways, lovely kind of like what what happens to a giver out in the wild, who comes across a need and kind of goes. Okay, I might not have that money right now, but give me, give me a Lodo Feb month. I, I, can ha- I can come up with something.
1: Yeah. I mean, people who are listening to this, it doesn't have to be 10 grand for you to do some pretty fun giving with yeah. whatever. If you guys can scrape together 100 bucks this month, I think you can go have a good time asking the Lord to just roll something out to you. And yes. I think He will. So, how do you do it? Let's talk about some some tips and tricks, and maybe even our listeners will. Every year, we get stories of new ideas that things are, people are doing that yep. generating some savings. So, I always am excited to hear those things. But just to get the brain juices flowing for the guys who maybe this is their first, they've been living under a rock and they haven't heard of Lodo Feb. Can until you imagine? Just, no, but. I would love for us to each share a few fun tips um, okay. this month. I I kind of mentioned it to you before we started recording that I was a little bit PO'd and perturbed because going into this, I always kind of think I'm going to sandbag Lodo Feb. Right. So I like to watch that pantry just getting too full. And <laughs> when, when my wife's Look at all like of the
0: pasta and rice and honey,
1: rice. Like, like what we have, eight boxes of you know triscuits in here what could we possibly yes and i'm just thinking yeah it's gonna be triscuit month next month but (laughs) this month we had a confluence of things three days ago my wife said to me i really love how we've been able to just completely eat through the pantry and i just looked in there and it's almost empty and i thought oh my Crap! This is my main Lodo Feb. Like I'll. This is my there. move. This is this
0: is the this is the storehouse.
1: If you jump on our social media, I even think a year ago I posted a picture of like enough food to feed a reasonable family for a month, and I said this is what I found in the pantry. So Lodo Feb, we might be a zero this month. And so that was a challenge. There's not a big reserve this year,
0: and we so. Well, we should, we should just tell people like a a main kind of goal of the month is that you eat through everything in your pantry. You eat through everything in your freezer. And in my house, we just will look in the freezer and go, why is there a ham hock here? Well, we have to build a meal around that. We're going to make a, we're going to make a delicious bean stew using this ham hock. So that's how we do it. That's right.
1: That's right. So I'm just saying this time around that, that uh, cash of goods is less rich than it has been in the past. All right. I also, so without getting into the nitty gritty, um, our income varies based on our productivity and our family every month. And the, <laughs> this is going to be like a 50% month compared to where we've been a year ago. and, which is fine, but I think going into it, I thought, well, I can just stuff up the the reserves and then who cares if we le- lean it out for a month. So this is going to be a new one for me because it's actually a Lodo Feb where I haven't got these huge budget categories that I don't really need and they're mm-hmm. kind of entertainment based. Um, There's you know, less
0: fat to trim.
1: You know, I like a nice bottle of wine here and there. Well, <laughs> That wine collection budget has not, that got completely <laughs> nixed for
0: 2020. Oh no, how have you made it?
1: I know, but I actually thought about it and I thought kind of, this is what, this is a good exercise for me this year because going into it, I'm not, it's not all just softballs. It's actually going to re- involve some self-denial to squeeze out. Uh, a victory on some of these budget categories that didn't feel like they were ridiculously padded to begin with. Yeah. So, what tricks I'll give you, have you I'll guys? A couple of tips.
0: Here's a couple of tips. One is transportation is is a is a category, and gas is significant. You know, for anybody's monthly budget so i'm just i really proactively look for ways to get to not travel or not to not travel on my own dime in february so if i can do a call with somebody instead of a live coffee shop meeting i do um if if uh, i can get a ride somewhere i do and i you know i don't rely on people to do that for me normally i also um you know, I'm within a mile of of uh, two coffee shops that I normally do meetings at. I'm within two miles of two of our business places. And so I just ride my bike a lot um, during the month of February and it's great. Uh, that's what Mr. Money Mustache loves is the riding of the bike. So, um that's one category that's really easy to put a dent in is, is transportation and trying to figure out a way to not certainly not drive somewhere as one person, do a round trip with one person. And I'm what kind, what kind what
1: yeah. kind of, imp, what kind of MPGs do you get on that three wheeled scooter device you got in your garage?
0: It's, it's excellent. Actually I, I have a scooter and I could, I fill it up probably every other month. When I'm riding it, so I can ride that and never even affect the bottom line for a month easily.
1: So, kind of dumb and dumber style financial tip there.
0: Yeah, but I'm not, it goes so fast in the month of February that it's freezing cold. I don't want that wind. So, I'm more likely to ride my bike than my scooter in the month of February, as crazy as that sounds. Cause I can work up a sweat on a bike and feel very comfortable. And on that scooter, I'm freezing. Gotcha. Um, the, the other thing that comes to mind is, I don't know if people work the way that I do, but I'm a I'm a real I'm a real I can tend to be a spendthrift and be very miserly about like um, my grandmother gave me a gift card for twenty five dollars to REI this Christmas. That card is still sitting right bes- right behind me on the shelf. It hasn't been touched, but when Lodo Feb comes around, I can get very creative and thinking, now what can I buy at REI exactly? And I can buy stuff that I need for, for camping. Um, I know that I can also buy like bars and drinks and gels there. I can make a meal out of, out of my REI gift card. So, you know, just moving resources around. Even I have a Dick's, Dick's Sporting Goods gift card you you're thinking like what how well there are practicalities that come along my kid needs basketball shorts and i could click on amazon or i can go wait a second i know about the assets i have at my fingertips i get a dick's gift card i can go there etc so for me the shuffling the the shell game of gift cards that's part that's part of it to me you'll never see me using a gift card in the month of january because i'm hoarding i've been hoarding like my Starbucks points, you know, you get the little point thing. I haven't gotten a free drink at Starbucks probably since October because I'm hoarding and I'm going like I not everybody's gonna take a video call. I will need to do some meetings at a coffee shop. I'll go, let's go to Starbucks. You'll see me on my bike. I will be using my little magical Starbucks stars. So
1: And you get a lot of Starbucks stars. Someday we'll do a whole a whole bit on Steven's Starbucks hacking. But
0: yeah, it's, it can it's be done.
1: thousands of dollars of, of value per year that you get from Starbucks. I
0: just, uh, here's my tease for that. I just was in a, a new Starbucks the other day talking to an employee. She didn't have any idea what Starbucks did with its stars. And I just sort of started telling her, you know, you can get literally thousands of stars. And she's like, I, I had no idea. So yeah, I'm a real believer. And because that's a, because that's a that's at least a weekly meeting with me and my wife, if not meetings with me and other guys during the week. So, like, yeah, I really care about about jobbing the Starbucks system.
1: That's great. And so this this year you'll be on the bike even more than normal because you traded your efficient economy car for a car that gets about four miles to the gallon. So that's true. Although it is a pretty cool
0: monster
1: you kind of took my my thunder there with the gift card thing but
0: well tell me your version
1: i'll pile on i think there's two things that have come to my mind and i've been trying to balance this year the the temptation to save up for lodo fab against wanting to actually make lotofeb feel real so yeah. some, some of you guys are listening to this and you're going well if you told me three months ago but sure um, could have been hoarding that's okay you don't want to have a record-breaking Lodo feb on your first go because you got to break the record every year that's
0: true that's true
1: we also i've got fifty dollars at the local sushi joint sitting in my desk drawer i've got Ooh, yeah I've got a fancy gift card that came to me for anniversary, which was in December. So that's the thing that always, I at least start thinking a few months out, okay, it's not going to be a sustainable pattern for our family to do Lodo Feb if every year come the artificial holiday that lands right in the middle of Lodo Feb, Valentine's Day. I tell my wife, sorry, we don't do Valentine's Day because we're doing Lodo Feb. We have had a lot of fun actually creating Valentine's days in which we spend $0 and manage to still, you know, eat foie gras and drink champagne. So this year there was a gift card that came a few months ago and that will be a Valentine's day date. Um, And, you know, stuff that kind of comes in through the year, I start earmarking for Valentine's day Lodo uh, as possible we'll be going fancy restaurant down the street and then following that at fancy dessert joint somewhere else, all for free. Um,
0: Here's another f- fun thing that we do, which is money that is, um, how could I put this? Like found or created during that month that never, never goes into a bank account. Then it's, Free money. So for instance, I don't know if this is a national chain. There's something in Cincinnati called the Snooty Fox. Ever heard of Snooty Fox? No. Okay. The Snooty Fox is like a resale shop for nice clothes. So if my wife was going to give a sweater away to Goodwill, she can take it to the Snooty Fox and they'll do a consignment thing or something and say, we'll give you $7 for this sweater. My wife will go, yeah, you will. And I'll be using that $7 for, I don't know, nails, if she feels a deep need for nails, but she doesn't want to touch the bottom line. So um, we do that for things like, well, she needs to look like not (laughs) jacked up for business purposes. But we also know that the self-care category of our budget is going to be a zero for the month um so that's kind of a fun thing she gets very proud if, if uh well sometimes she's given cash tips at a um uh, for an event that she does and then she's like oh well that never hit. i never hit the bottom line so i can use that or something like that yeah we do or or, set, or or half price books you know you can get cash for your books
1: i think we kind of do the opposite where we look for opportunities to do some of those trade-ins and add that to the to the, pot, to the
0: pot which the giving thing
1: yeah so it's the same yeah exactly i know that my wife is going to spend some dollars on categories that if i was the the king of lodo <laughs> by myself i would say <laughs> there will be no gymnastics lessons this month but uh-huh. that's not going to fly and <laughs> that that's okay um but I might go. Well, gymnastics is going to cost us $100 this month, but I bet that I could sell that recliner that's in the storage unit for 50 bucks and that's going in the lodo fed pot. Uh, yes. It's a little bit artificial cuz I could have sold that in January or I could have but we we look for anything that that can can be they can exchanged. increase
0: the amount that you're giving in a month. Yeah, and that, and that was something that when my church did the beans and rice deal, they also were championing like Put stuff on eBay this month. Get your old furniture that you want, the old rug that needs to go on Craigslist. Do all that. Do do whatever you can so that without – the idea is that we're giving without touching our, quote, giving budget item. That's the idea. So could I get rid of some old – I don't know if you can even sell CDs for money anymore, but if you could sell CDs for money, something that's in your storage room or – or equipment or whatever, my kids um, have also done like a lemonade slash cocoa stand on the sidewalk in February and they make that $20 and they go, well, that's, that's going to go towards our our giving at the end of the month. So I think all that stuff's great because you, you didn't go into your basement and in in October and get rid of that awful recliner. So whatever's going to motivate you to do it, go do it your life will be better with less clutter anyways.
1: The other thing that that I'll share that we're using to hack Lodofeb, I know I said my pantry was empty, but my wife was down and out for a week this last month. And some of our kind friends got together and brought by a ton of meals. We, people heard like, Amelia's not well, well, let me, let me come by and bring you a meal. and one day we got four meals um just because we have great friends here uh, thank, thank you friends. but see
0: where this is going.
1: Those meals were if if there was one that was definitively not freezer friendly that got eaten that day. sure, but I think I've got twelve dinners now from that week Genius. that are banked in the the freezer, and most of our friends are generous with their portions, so that might actually be twenty, 20 Dinner sittings worth. So I'm looking forward to bra- to raiding our freezer for the first time, um, and even though the the pantry's a little bare, that's going to be what we are sustained by for at least our dinners.
0: Yeah, my my father, who is an avid hunter, um, killed a deer in probably October. Um, he delivered that deer meat to us. Um, as steaks and, and ground venison, et cetera, my wife is less enthusiastic about eating that meat than I am. Isn't that sad? Um, but when Lodo Feb comes around, that's that's when the freezer will be cleaned out. And so there will be hamburger helper that's turned into venison helper or whatever, sloppy Joes that are sloppy does, get it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, the guys that took me hunting last year and saw my lack of skills felt so bad for me that they dropped off a bunch of elk <laughs> after the trip, which was not <laughs> That's how elk. they
0: rewarded you for being a terrible hunter, huh?
1: It wasn't elk that I had managed to kill; it was elk from previous years. So, and other animals, we have some moose in the freezer right now. We have some oryx, we have some Whoa. elk. So there's some exotic meats from the Rocky Mountains that are in our wow. freezer. Those will be eaten at Loto Fat wow. Time.
0: You might could. Uh, are there, how is how is oryx meat presented? Is it ground? In this
1: case, I believe it's in a burger mixed in with a little bit of beef fat and bacon.
0: Wow! It's fascinating.
1: You got to mix in some beef fat with the the wild game, otherwise, too lean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I appreciate my hunting friends for covering for my own lack of talent
0: there fantastic but i'm learning fantastic um i don't know what else to say don't spend money
1: yeah so if this sounds interesting to you fellas consider this your formal invitation to join us for loto feb i'd love come on i'd love it if loto feb it was one of the earliest things we did when we launched this blog is start talking about this and people seem to really get a lot out of it. So listen, um,
0: Titus 2 says the spirit of God teaches us how to say no to our flesh. And so we're, let, let me give you an example. We I know that as we go on with the te- technology series, we're going to be talking about pornography. We know that we got people with um that don't have self-control with whether it's your sleep or your food habits, or whatever. We know that that's, this stuff is uh, a plague upon our, our times. Here's a really easy to work, a way to work on self-control and to put some constraints on. It's kind of We think it's kind of fun. It's kind of like a challenge that our whole family gets into. I want my kids trained in saying no to themselves. Um, I want them to know we, don't, we can't just go out for ice cream always whenever we want it. You know we, uh, these constraints are really good for us, and so if the Holy Spirit wants to teach us how to say no um, obviously he's into us teaching uh, training our flesh, I should say, just training our wills um, and constraining our flesh so that we don't say yes all the time to everything i don't care I don't care whether you're a millionaire or not you shouldn't say yes to everything all the time, so please join us in this uh you know, it's kind of a a discipling journey. It's good. It's going to be good for your finances long term, so that you're not so impulsive in the way that you spend money. Um, you don't have to have it uh, just because you see it. Anyways, we just think it's a really healthy thing. It's been good for our families. And we'd love for you to jump in with us.
1: That's a good point that you made there. The, A lot of families, you know, when I'm doing financial planning work with families, the they come with a budget or this is what we spend every month and i say well if we boiled it down to let's say you both lost your jobs and you had to just live on savings what would it look like and it might be well we're spending eight grand a month right now and if we both lost our jobs oh, you yeah, know we could get month. it down to seventy five hundred dollars a month <laughs> right and maybe your load you'll go from eight grand a month to seventy five hundred dollars a month and that'll be a win. That's okay, yep. yeah, but what this practice does over time is it actually unveils some of the hidden strength in your family when you yep. go, "You know what, buddy? I know how to take it from eight grand down to four grand a month right. Uh, right And I'm not saying that so that you guys can feel bad about whatever you accomplish in your first go. I'm saying it because that's the fun of this for me is going. Well, wow, I really thought we killed it last year. How are we going to beat that and then try it yeah. Good luck out there, guys. We'll probably do a wrap up and maybe we'll each discover something new this month.
0: Ah, yeah. Talk about how it went. In the meantime, might be reading some old blog posts about Feb. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: You might even get one off of our usual Wednesday schedule.
0: I'm not promised.
1: It might happen. So lots of good podcasts are already in the can. Um, who knows? If we get real motivated, you might get more than one a week for a week or two during LodoFed. Wow. They don't call it low podcast fed.
0: Oh, no, they don't. No. It doesn't rhyme.
1: So that's March.
0: <laughs> All right. See you, fellas. Yep. This for is Abraham's Wallet. wallet. <laughs> and I'm Mark. I'm Stephen Manuel.